Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time this last weekend in Grosbeck, Texas at Living Word Church. Man, they're so hungry for end times. We had a great time. This weekend, if you can, we'll be in Hemet, California at Faith World Church. We'll be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, getting into end times. We'll have a wonderful time. Happy New Year, and we know you had a Merry Christmas. What a great time to be with family and friends. The whole world celebrates the birth of Jesus. Amazing, we're about to see him face to face. So that's what the end of day's update's about. All the things that are pointing to his return. So thanks for staying with us while we had a couple of weeks off. But we've got a lot to get into uh, this next uh, few weeks. So much keeps happening. So let's start with, uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord. Specifically, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. Uh, we'll get into more about the nations that are lining up for that here in a moment. But England's excited about it already. But it's amazing. The rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. And man, they're they're happening all around us. The rabbis in Israel are just like, wow, the Messiah is just about to come. So uh, it is remarkable to, to have it to, to where we're so blessed to have sign after sign and instance after instance and signal after signal showing us how close we are. I hear people say, well, you can't tell when the Lord's coming back. Well, he put so many signs uh, in the earth so that we could tell, just like if you're driving from Tulsa to Dallas, 200-something miles, the next sign says 150, next sign says 100, next sign says 70. You know you're heading toward Dallas. So the signs are there to show you're headed that way. So the, it's such a blessing to have verse after verse come to pass right in front of our eyes. In fact, Jesus rebuked the crowd. The only time you ever rebuked the crowd was not knowing the hour of their visitation. He says, hey, you can tell what the weather is going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he wanted them to know. So that's why we come to you to look at these things that are so blatant, so exact, so precise. And it's all great news. Really, it's about acceleration, not not looking at the finish line and going, what do we do or escape? No, it's about we have a lot to do in a short period of time. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. Probably the number one thing is Iran. Iran announced on Monday that it's increasing its enrichment of uranium to 20%. This is a break of the past nuclear deal that they'd signed. So what's remarkable about that, they invited the International Atomic Energy Agency into the location to take the seals off and to show f uh, around 1,400 centrifuges that are going to 20%. Now, the remarkable thing is that scientists in Israel, two different ones, the Jerusalem Post uh, reported, that this gives Iran six weeks from being away from a nuclear weapon. That tells you and I that Israel will have to do something. One other scientist said six months, one scientist said six weeks. So uh, that's a radical statement. Why did they come out with that? Because it's the anniversary of Soleimani being killed. So uh, they're looking to retaliate to the point that we, we flew some B-52 bombers right over Iran the other day. Uh, England's happy about that. Yeah, B-52s are cool, aren't they? Well, it was in response to Iran basically saber-rattling, so we said, okay, we'll fly a few of these over. And right about then is when we were going to call the U.S. Nimitz carrier group back to America. Just yesterday that changed, and they decided to keep the Nimitz there in the Middle East. So, I mean, you have 100,000 tons of war power with other ships that accompany the Nimitz that are basically sending a statement to Iran, watch what you're doing. Why? Iran came out and publicly said it's time for Israel to be destroyed. Now in 2021, that's a psychotic nation that mentions another nation to be destroyed. They even tried to encourage Hezbollah and Hamas, go ahead and wipe out Haifa, go ahead and wipe out uh, Tel Aviv because we're right there at your side ready to protect you. In the midst of that, you have uh, some, some skirmishes breaking out on the northern Golan with Lebanon. 
In the middle of that, you had Turkey. It's interesting to watch Turkey the last few weeks while we've been gone. They've been kind of warming up to Israel. And the reason they've been warming up to Israel is because Israel keeps signing military pacts with all these nations that are just below uh, Turkey. Because Turkey's positioned itself in northern Syria, positioned itself in Libya, positioned itself over by Iraq. And then they went out into the Grecian waters trying to position themselves, saying that those uh, gas pipelines were theirs. With the energy conferences or, or connections with Israel and the nations around them kind of freak Turkey out. Turkey's doing crazy stuff. Remember a few weeks ago they said Jerusalem doesn't belong to Israel. Uh, that's weird. Said it belongs to Turkey. So and said the Temple Mount doesn't belong to Israel. It belongs to Turkey. So you have a, a bizarre mentality coming out, just like the Bible says the Antichrist will try to change dates and times and history. And you see that coming in right now. You have the European Union forming really a, a better alliance with Israel right now, almost warming up to Israel. In the past, they've been so cold about different things that Israel's doing, but you see that changing. Another thing that's changing that would take a long time to get into, but it's really remarkable. you got Saudi Arabia and Qatar forming uh, uh, basically formal ties of peace. You have so many Arab nations making peace with Israel right now which is out in the open, but even behind the scenes, you have many more. So that's remarkable. Why? You can go down the list and look where they cut off. Every one of the nations that are making formal peace with Israel are ones that don't attack Israel in the Ezekiel 38 war. So you're watching Scripture come to pass right in front of your eyes. Why? Jesus is just about to come back. Uh, I tell you, we get into all these things because He loves us so much. He loves us. He wants you excited. He wants you expectant. He wants you hopeful. He wants you happy. There is no bad news for the church. You're living in the bad news of the church right now. In the midst of this, we, we, we get to see harvests all over the earth. We get to see the gospel going all over the earth, so we're very, very blessed. Let's always go to Scripture and we can look and see how close we are. Number one, let's look at the signs. Israel made a nation in 1948. Jerusalem won back in 1967. Jesus said the generation that sees those two events won't pass away till all is fulfilled. Then you've got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. you got the Temple Mount Institute. They had a sacrifice this last year on the edge of the Temple Mount. The Jerusalem police chief let them do that the year before they got arrested. So you have all these things in position. You have 172 different species of predatory birds, which is remarkable. You have the cleanup crew in Israel right now. But you had several things happen this last year that each, each one of them were just kind of a shock to me. Number one, you had fish show up in the Dead Sea, which is pretty amazing. You had the, temp, the, the, the baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. So you got tangible physical things that are pointing to His return. Uh, specifically different things... Uh, like the Temple Mount Institute getting ready. The other day, they not just two red heifers they found, they have six red heifers that are spotless. So they're ready to have sacrifices. So you go through all of those signs. Men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. Uh, you, ha you have the, literally the world acting crazier every single day, uh, pointing to the coming of the Lord. And that's exactly what the Bible says. There would be scoffers and there would be mockers in this time. You can certainly see it right now. With the, with the political upheaval, with the social upheaval, everything is pointing to, just like Jesus said, the days of Noah. But then you go from signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles the last couple of years. That's pretty crazy. Four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles. When's the last time that happened? NASA calls it a tetrad. It's 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. Pretty remarkable. And then you had the Bethlehem Star this last year. Pretty uh, amazing. You had the Christmas Star, which everybody thought was the Bethlehem Star. That was Jupiter and Saturn. That's not the Bethlehem Star. The Bethlehem Star is Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. That happened 2,000 years ago 
when Jesus was born, the constellation was Virgo. This last year, the constellation was Leo because he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So the heavens declare the glory of God. It's amazing. You can look at the zodiac and, and get the whole plan of redemption. Of course, it got perverted. And that's why it's called the horoscope. It's a horror to look at that. We go to the Word of God. So, but we look at these signs, look at these signals, and it points to one thing. We're about to see the king. What do we do? Help your local church, help your local pastor, accelerate. Whatever God's given you to do, this is the time to do it. Colleen and I want to thank you so much for all your support and all your prayers this last year. What a time to be on the earth watching verse after verse after verse coming to pass. Super exciting. You got asteroids, you got volcanoes, you had 46 volcano eruptions getting ready in the Caribbean. You got all these things that I don't have time to get into, but those are amazing. Many more things having to do with nature and time because Jesus is just about to come back. England gets excited every time he's coming back. Thanks, England. Appreciate it, buddy. King of kings and Lord of lords. Bright and morning star, Lily of the Valley, we're about to see him. Hey, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.